Welcome, family, to Talking is Thinking. I'm your host, Casey Haynes. I am so, so stoked for you guys to be here. Episode number 1001, the foundation, the get going, and the ready to start flowing here, okay? We're going to break down exactly what this podcast is going to be, exactly where the name comes from, and pretty much give you a little bit of insight into what the future episodes and the rest of this is going to entail. So, Getting right into it, y'all. Talking is thinking. I've always sort of wanted to present on the podcast in this way and have this sort of open-aired, open-minded structure and platform to essentially have discussion and, and present ideas and present some ideological thought that everybody can hopefully question some things on, get a little bit of knowledge into, or um, find a little bit direction with. So, the reason that I chose the title Talking is Thinking is this actually comes from a gentleman named Jordan Peterson. So don't quote me on Jordan Peterson. I'm not necessarily, um, I don't know his autobiography and stuff like that, but I did pick up this phrase, Talking is Thinking, from him. So I must give credit where credit's deserved. Talking is Thinking, y'all. It's simply thinking out loud. It's using your voice, using connection with other people to essentially figure out this thing called life, right? The reason that I love this phrase so much and the reason that I wanted to name my podcast this, Talking is Thinking, is one, because exactly we're doing that. This is a podcast. This is a talking structure of entertainment or a different or a talking form of presentation. Um, so it's quite literal there, but also thinking out loud, creating that open space, like I said, for us to discuss things, discuss the hard conversations, have the hard um or excuse me, the, the deep intrinsic thoughts be brought out to the light. Because honestly, I think a lot of us are thinking the same thing, but we're saying different shit, all right? Talking is thinking. We should be allowed to think out loud. We should be allowed to express our ideas in a way that is comfortable only not only for ourselves, but comfortable for other people to listen. So there's a little bit of give and take and personal responsibility and responsibility towards others when this comes in. But the underlying theme and why I think that talking is thinking can be accessible and is so important to everybody is because of this underlying rule or underlying foundation that I bring into um, my own life and I try to extend towards other people. So talking is thinking. We're trying to um, figure everything out, right? And the foundational aspect to this is we're all trying the best we can with what we have. This is a phrase that you will hear me say until I'm blue in the face. We are all trying the best we can with what we have. So my offer here is the next time you have a conversation with somebody, the next time someone throws out an opinion, the next time somebody suggests an idea, or the next time you come up with an idea, the next time you suggest an opinion, give yourself the credibility and the allowance to believe that you are are in fact trying the best you can with what you have. And I think talking is thinking is very representative of this. Before we had the internet, before we had all this beautiful technology, before we had books, before we had um, records in school and all this kind of stuff, and even with school and technology, and I'll get there in a second, before we had all of this stuff, we 
the first piece of technology in relation to communication would have been nonverbal, of course, but then let's just stick with verbal communication. That was essentially number two. We made sounds, we made noises to attract attentions, to give directions, to um, show similarities, et cetera, et cetera. Similar accents, you're from the same place. Language, 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 communication, 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 right? We learned from a very early on, hey, don't eat those berries over there. Eat these over there. How did we learn that? Because we talked about it. Someone conveyed that message to you. Someone communicated properly to don't eat those berries over there. Eat these berries over here. Our ability to communicate and converse with another one another is very much, excuse me, very much directly related to what we all know as adapt and survive. We are communal beings as humans. Let me say that again. We are fucking communal beings as humans. That means we have to learn how to work together. And the only way, or one of the best ways, I should say, that we can learn to work together is through this message of talking is thinking and with the allowance of other people and yourself are doing the best you can with what you have. When we give this space to those people, not only do we allow for ourselves to adapt, we allow ourselves to learn and teach other people as well. It goes both ways. See, if I'm expressing an idea, talking is thinking, I'm trying to get my opinion out there because I think for whatever reason, um, it's worth saying and it's worth hearing. Or maybe maybe it is, excuse me, maybe it is. Maybe, um, uh, maybe I'm a doctor and I'm saying, no, this is how we do this procedure. And someone else is saying, no, this is how we do this procedure. Well, we need to bridge that gap because I'm sure there is a right way to do that procedure. It's a pretty loose example, but it's working into where I'm going, right? If we don't allow all those perspectives to be heard, we will not find the correct answer. When somebody finds in science, when somebody finds a law, a rule, somebody says, this is how this happens in physics, every single physics person in the world is going to go and test that theory from every single possible angle. This is how our communication can work. Science gets proven results. We can prove our results here with our communication. And I think we've done so. Look at all the amazing things that we have. We have great groups of collaboration. We have incredible, incredible access to one another in modern society via the internet. And all of this has come about via our ability to communicate or our ability to want to communicate further. This is going to lend me, excuse me, into um, talking, uh, excuse me, the limits of language, right? If talking is thinking, we needed to figure out a way to grant this access to everybody. We developed technology. We developed um, extensions of human ability, okay? Talking is thinking when we were first coming about in human, the human lifetime, the human existence, it was face-to-face communication. We picked up physiology. We picked up nonverbal cues. We picked up all these things. In today's society, as we all know, and how I'm talking to you right now on this podcast, we don't have that. So the limits of our language are now in a way being excelled or differentiated by our technology. 
How does this play into talking as thinking? Well, a lot of our communication that we're designed for in the human body with the human brain and the human physiology is face-to-face communication. It is reading nonverbal cues. It is allowing others to think. Because look, when we see somebody say something that maybe they're unsure of, we can read their nonverbal cue and we can allow them the space to continue thinking through the thoughts that they're thinking. Maybe they say one thing, then they talk themselves into a corner or they talk themselves into a circle, come right back and then realize, oh wait, maybe I was wrong. They just thought out loud, talking out loud. The trouble that we run into, excuse me, in modern times is that we don't have this ability for nonverbal cues via all the technology and communication uh, avenues that have recently been created in, we'll say, the last 100 years, or I'm, I'm not sure when the first telephone was invented and that kinds of things. But my point here is we seem to have lost the ability or lost the allowance given to other people to let them think through their thoughts, think through um, what it is that they're trying to say. And in doing so, we form judgments about that person. Okay, we, f- we put that person into a box, we categorize that person, and we don't allow them to speak any further. And this is wrong. This is not correct. We cannot put people in these boxes and these small sectors based off of what we heard them say, all right? There is certainty in language, but there is a lot of uncertainty in language. If someone says something, a declaration, fuck you, right? That is a pretty certain statement, right? But if someone says, I don't know, I, I think it was kind of a weird situation and they kind of treated me funny, well, there's more to that that needs to be learned and figured out, right? There are differences in language, yes, but we do not have as much certainty in language as we think we do. We expect that when somebody says something, that is what they mean, that is never changing, that is always going to be their opinion and their thought because we heard it and we have too many other opinions and thoughts in this world to categorize through, so we can only assign that person that one thing. We can only assign um, someone else you know, that one shitty thing or that one bad joke that they made. Well, no, that is not that person. We are thinking out loud. We are talking out loud. We are just as we are going to perform the wrong action, we are going to say the wrong thing. And my goal with this podcast, talking is thinking, is to take the freedoms, the freedoms that we have in our conscious imagination of thinking and language, the access that you individually have to yourself, all the crazy shit going on up in your head, we need to be able to allow those things to come out into our physical universe. We need to let folks divulge, or excuse me, disclose all these crazy random ideas because honestly, there's more uncertainty than certainty in talking and with our new, um, our new ways of communication in modern society, people need more time. People need more information. People need another opportunity to change. We have access to more information now than ever. So of course, people's are going to be, excuse me, of course, people's opinions are going to be changing now more than ever also. But we are stricter on those person's opinions now more than ever to not let them change as an outsider than we ever have been. So 
Talking is thinking. We are all doing the best that we can with what we have. Human beings, our base fundamental physiology and natural ability to communicate comes from our voice and our nonverbal communication cues uh, delivered via our body, our facial expressions, the tone of voice. We could even, I don't know, if you want to call it nonverbal or not, whatever. Um, all of those things play into us. We are designed to think out loud. We have each had an idea that once we expressed that idea, everybody said, dude, that's fucking stupid. And then we said, oh yeah, that is probably dumb, right? Just as that, that is essentially the base of our communication. That is where we come from. Hey, we want to go eat that over there. Hey, I think we should move our community uh, over to this lake, not this lake. All of these different things formed and shaped our being. The limits of language are held onto by our ability to allow others to speak freely. Let me say that again. Our limits of language were, excuse me, our limits of language were once verbal and nonverbal cues. Our limits on language now are the time that we allow others to have to express their verbal and or nonverbal cues. Through technology, we have changed the way that we communicate. We have made things much faster. We have made things much more readily available and much more widespread. There is more uncertainty in communication than certainty. With all the different avenues of communication that we have right now, we have to allow for uncertainty in other people's communication as well as our own. If I was held to everything that I have said ever in my life as true, then my goodness, I, I feel bad for anybody who has listened to me in my younger years. And probably in 20 years, I'll look back on what I'm saying right now and have a different opinion as well. But you know what? That's life and that's what happens. With the new avenues of communication that we have in our world via the internet, via typing and text, via you know non-face-to-face -face communication, email, even phones, when we can't read verbal cues or visual verbal cues and we only have tone on a phone, that changes the way that we communicate and listen as well. So we are designed naturally for essentially two communication methods. We now have infinity communication methods, all right? The patience that we have for a person one-on-one, face-to-face, is much different than the patience that we have for that person behind a keyboard or on a telephone, okay? We need to take our naturally occurring ability for communication and apply it to these various avenues of communication that we have currently, and this is why I want to do this podcast, okay? This is None of you see what I look like on here except for my picture. Nobody knows my verbal cues. Nobody knows that I've been talking with my hands this entire time. Um, but hopefully it's about the words. Hopefully it is about what we can actively listen to. When, we are ta when talking is thinking, when we allow talking to be thinking, we become listeners, not tellers. Okay, This is how communication works. When we give somebody in face-to-face -face conversation the space to work through, the, work through their idea, we are not cutting them off. We are not getting distracted into listening. We can actively listen and allow that person the space that they need. And therefore, we can better participate 
in the conversation. How do we do this over technology? We just have to be a little bit more patient, y'all. Everybody is doing the best they can with what they have. There are so many clickbait headlines out there that are going to give us opinions that we might read once, take that opinion as our own, divulge it to the world for the next week, and then realize that it was complete crap. It was complete made up uh, news. It was fake news or whatever. Do our research. Part of talking is thinking is, again, allowing the space for people to be wrong and knowing that you will be wrong as well. We are all doing the best we can with what we have. So trying to surmise this one up, guys, talking is thinking. Give people the space. My whole goal with this show, with this podcast, is to present ideas that not everybody's going to like. I'm not going to like talking about them, but I'm going to do it because it's most important or it's very important for our advancement together in working together and creating depolarization in this world um, that we give this space for talking is thinking. So again, I credit Jordan Peterson with this one. Don't quiz me on Jordan Peterson, but... He did have this great phrase, and uh, I'm definitely, definitely going to stick to it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to have one of these out a week. If y'all want to hear a certain topic be discussed on this podcast, go ahead and hit me up. Let me know. Send me a comments, DMs on Instagram. My Instagram is just my name, Casey Haynes. Um, and, and let it all go, guys. We are going to start this conversation here and we are going to allow this conversation to be had. No topic is off limits and nothing is going to be, we will not, I will not get upset about anything that gets said here, but we will also learn some boundaries as well, because that is quite simply how it works. There is a right and there is a wrong, but I'll save that for another episode. Thank you so much for joining me again, guys. Talking is thinking. My name's Casey Haynes. Hit me with any uh, details or suggestions or anything that you guys want to hear, and I'm so stoked to talk to you guys soon.